Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. A Russian commitment met with skepticism, a prince back in a prominent position, and a closely watched rape trial in Ireland. It's Wednesday, March 30th. Here's your News Fix. In terms of the latest lines in Ukraine, Russia said they will commit to significantly scaling down their military operations near Kyiv. Ukraine, the UK and the US were quick to express caution and skepticism on the matter, with President Biden saying, let's see. That being said, James Longman, an ABC News correspondent, tweeted, sitting here tonight in Kyiv, seeing headlines about Russia reducing combat operations and hearing the consistent boom of artillery slamming the suburbs. Officials from the US and Ukraine say the repositioning of forces away from Kyiv is likely as part of an effort to refocus on eastern regions. However, RT News described it as, quote, the most tangible sign yet of progress towards negotiating an end to the war. Meanwhile, in Mariupol, reports have circulated that people are beginning to die of starvation in the port city. In fact, 35% of those across the country are currently thought to not have enough to eat. In terms of the international impacts of the war, according to US Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman, up to 13 million people around the world, North Africa, the Middle East and Asia in particular, face possible food insecurity because of this war. Why? Well, as the Irish Times noted, Ukraine and Russia are vital when it comes to agricultural production. 30% of the world's wheat exports typically came from the Black Sea region, as did 20% of the world's corn and 75% of sunflower oil. In terms of Russian ramifications, in what was described as a coordinated move, four EU countries expelled Russian diplomats on Tuesday. Belgium, Ireland, the Czech Republic and the Netherlands told a combined total of 43 diplomats to leave their countries with two weeks notice. What was the reason? Well, all said the move was in relation to national security, some saying the Russian diplomats were secretly operating as intelligence officers. In a look at Tuesday's other top lines, Prince Andrew played a prominent role in escorting the Queen to her seat at Westminster Abbey for the service to Prince Philip on Tuesday. Peter Hunt, the former BBC royal correspondent, said he could have sat in the congregation with others, with his relatives, but they actively decided that he would have this role of supporting her. So she has chosen, in essence, to remind people that he hasn't admitted any wrongdoing, he's not guilty of anything, he's innocent. And she's very clearly stating that he has a role at family occasions. On our Instagram account, nearly three quarters of you, 73%, said it was fair he could attend the public event, given it was a service for his father. In other news on Tuesday, the Foo Fighters made the expected announcement that the rest of their tour has been cancelled in light of the sudden death of their drummer, Taylor Hawkins, over the weekend. In the statement, the band said, We're sorry for and sharing the disappointment that we won't be seeing one another as planned. Instead, let's take this time to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close and to appreciate all the music and memories we've made together. Now, an important story we're keeping a close eye on. An extraordinary rape trial is underway in Ireland, where four men face charges of raping a teenager back in 2016. All four men were between the ages of 17 and 19 at the time of the alleged incident, and the woman was 17. According to multiple media reports, two months after the alleged incident, one of the accused told Gardaí, which is Irish police, he would tell the woman he was sorry and try to forgive us. What allegedly happened? Well, according to what was heard during the trial, the woman was reportedly collected by the car of men in the early hours of a morning in late December in a town in the Midlands. According to the prosecution, she was assaulted by all of the men in the car and then driven to a remote location, 
At this point, according to the Irish Times, it is alleged that all five men raped her in turn before moving to another location and continuing the assault. It's very important for us to note here that the 1981 Rape Act in Ireland means those accused cannot be identified. As a result, the media have faced many restrictions in their reporting on the story, but it's one we'll keep a very close eye on as this trial continues. In a look at what's happening today, Shane Warren's state memorial takes place in front of 50,000 people at Melbourne Cricket Ground later, following the cricket star's sudden death earlier this month. Warren, often described as one of the greatest cricket players of all time, died on March 4th at the age of 52 from a suspected heart attack. In a look at some stark statistics, according to a newly released UN report, there are roughly 121 million unintended pregnancies that happen each year. This means approximately 6% of the world's women go through this annually. Of those unintended pregnancies, an estimated 60% end in abortion, with a staggering 45% of abortions considered unsafe. The report honestly makes for a highly informative and thought-provoking read, and we've included a link to it, of course, in today's newsletter. Now in Twitter trends, hashtag Baldwinito is trending. Why? Well, it's because Alec Baldwin and his wife, Hilaria, are expecting their seventh child. As the Los Angeles Times noted, the couple are already parents to six kids born since 2013. Now today marks 20 years since the death of the Queen Mother who died peacefully in her sleep in Windsor at the age of 101. She died just six weeks after her daughter, Princess Margaret, the current Queen's sister. And lastly, something we're definitely watching out for. A new documentary releasing on Netflix today looks like it'll make for quite a fascinating watch. It's called Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King. The story is about the mysterious death of Jerry Cotton, the former founder of one of Canada's largest crypto exchanges. With him died the password to $250 million worth of Bitcoin. That's today's fix. Have a great day.